Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. We're back with all the latest gaming news from the last week and a bit, because we're... doesn't matter. Hello, how are you all doing today? Oh, that was us? <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. I just, I, it's something I've gotten into the habit of saying. I, I don't know who I'm talking to. And I, are, or, you trying, are, you, are you trying to get people who are like listening to this on buses to just, you know, uh, as, a, as a reaction, just vocalize in the middle? Hello, I'm fine. I sometimes have contemplated or maybe even gone through with audibly fucking with people i I am a fan of a a slight police siren in the background it uh, (laughs) does occasionally catch me myself when i'm driving you know like you hear that thing oh fucking oh it's on the stereo anyway let's start with some gaming news telltale games is closed pretty much they're gone now yeah and hell yeah well so Telltale Games, they made the Walking Dead series and the Everything series. Put your yeah. popular culture reference in the word in between the words the and series, and they made a, a game series there. Yeah, they um, bought up all the IPs. <laughs> and uh, it turns out, really, that when you make the same game over and over and over and over again for a very long time, but with different IPs, people probably don't buy them enough. And your company goes out of business. Is that that's oh, yeah. the gist of that, Basically, isn't it? Yeah. Really, it, it's funny because there was an article maybe about six months ago. Uh, I think it was with former members of the studio, former uh, workers, and it basically laid out that Telltale at the time had one of the most punishing working schedules. They were basically sort of in constant uh, crunch, uh, just trying to get stuff out. Uh, because they're, you know, unlike a regular studio where they, you know, you work on a game for like two to three years and then, you know, the last few weeks or the last month or so is crunch as you get it out because they were doing episodic content and because their studio model relied on constantly having something out, you know, maybe like six times a year. They were in crunch perpetually and it was just punishing to work there. Yeah, you can't live like that. You can't live a constant frigging, you know, stress uh, is not, it's not, it's not good for a human. And it turns out it's not good for a studio. Plus, as you say, and as some have been cruel enough to point out, <clears throat> uh, this is what happens if you don't update your game engine for 10 years and you just constantly have the same bugs and fucking. Yeah. yeah. I remember somebody complaining about that a lot. I can't remember. Don't know who that was. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they sort of, yeah. So this was sort of uh, it, as much as everyone was surprised as 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 shocking as it was because it came out of you know it was very sudden. They shut down last week or in the past week. It was kind of like, well, yeah, that was that's been on the radar. <laughs> we just weren't expecting it to be as dramatic because it turns out that like they just shut. Uh, they laid off the majority of their staff. Uh, they dropped down from like, what was it, 270 employees down to 25 or 250. This this article doesn't have exact numbers, but it says sort of around 250 to 25, down to 25. With Um, no notification to those people. You know, basically they woke up one morning, we're told, don't come into work today. And I I imagine those 25 people are having a cheery fucking time every day. Oh, yes. I bet it's just a laugh riot in that office right now. 
Oh yeah, people. because they are. This is the thing they said they were. You know, they've been saying they're trying to finish uh, the first episode of uh, the final season of The Walking Dead. Came out, I think, last week, and. They've got the second episode finished, but they're now work trying to finish the third and fourth episodes, the, the final two, and they're just desperately trying to get those finished, but was, it's not looking good. Wasn't it pulled offline? Yes. Yep. It has been pulled from all storefronts uh, as they, which, got to say, actually, you know, kind of a, respons- a responsible move from them. Yeah. They're not, you know, they're, they're, they're basically saying, we don't know if this thing is going to be finished, so we don't want people buying episode one out of four and only getting one out of four. Uh, so actually props to them for pulling that because you would think uh, at this point they would maybe be, you know, hoping that l- loads of people would buy it in order to get some money uh, to finish off well, the series. Problem is if it's episodic like that, then the people who buy it on the understanding that they're going to get another three episodes, I think I might be talking out my ass, but if they go bankrupt or factor or file for like chapter 11, something I think it is in America, yeah. Then the people who are owed that game become creditors. Ah, so if if people don't can't buy it, you then don't owe them something. Yeah, fair enough. It's yeah, like when you get sense. vouchers for a company that collapses, you know, because then the company owes you the twenty five quid for your voucher. So you're still, although you're tiny, you're still a creditor to that company. Mm. So I expect that if they have to file for bankruptcy protection or they have to file for bankruptcy, they don't want then you know. 100,000, 500,000 gamers they owe 20 bucks to. Yeah. Fair enough for a point. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I'm, 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 uh, yeah. That's just so, speculation on my part, though. Well, the one thing that isn't speculation is they are, uh, in terms of money, they're definitely on the slate because it turns out you can't just lay off 225 members of staff without any kind of uh, severance or benefits. Uh, no. So they are they are being uh, there's a class action now against them from uh, it's being headed up by one former member of the one you know former staff member but it's sort of you probably will have the support of the other 224. Uh, yeah, I mean. It- it will be better for them to go in as a class action lawsuit with all of them rather than trying yeah. to file different things, especially again, if yeah. they try to file for bankruptcy protection, they're, they're, they're treated as one rather than 220 other people. They're much yeah. more powerful that way. So yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's sad because it's yet another games company, which collapses in recrimination and bad blood and, you know, it, and they're it just kinda, it is, because yeah, they are responsible they, they, they for kickstarting. They did. Absolutely. Um, yeah, they did it to themselves. Over oversaturated their marketplace because, mm. um, like you say, it felt you know they just churned out game after game after game, and um, but as well, don't you feel like it? They sort of every property they picked was kind of at the worst time. I mean, they had like a, a Game of Thrones game where Game of Thrones was off air is off air for another year. Um, you know, mm. there's the whole controversy when they did the Batman one and they had, a, a, you know, the picture of the actual dead body in it. Yeah, um, Walking that Dead was the last is, time they were on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Walking Dead has declined in popularity pretty steeply. The Batman, uh, what else have they done? Borderlands, yeah. when, again, Borderlands hadn't, they hadn't been a Borderlands game out for some considerable time. And I'll say the interest in a borderlands game everyone's like well why are you doing a why is there a telltale game of this and all yeah, sort of thing. it just felt Minecraft. like every 
Yeah. Well, yeah, that, the that always fun. that always bred disappointment as well because people would be like, "Hey, a new Borderlands! Oh, it's a Telltale game." Telltale, yeah, yeah. So, so you- it's funny because uh, the the one the other thing that they were working on and it, it sort of leaked um, in uh, in the aftermath was they were working on a Stranger Things uh, game. Yeah, and that finally, I don't th- I don't think that had even been announced. I don't remember hearing anything about a Stranger Things game being developed. Um, I, d- I don't think it had been, but I have read since then that Netflix has said they're going to find someone else to do it. Which it's ultimately yeah. the best thing, you know, because yeah. yeah. while Telltale, you know, and this is the, this is the sad thing is Telltale, where I love you know the point and click adventure genre, and Telltale were really responsible for resurrecting that. And they made a lot of good games, especially earlier on. Um, so it's sad that they're going out of business now. But the thing is, not only did they kind of cannibalize their own market and oversaturate their own market, their competitors that rose up afterwards did it better in a lot of ways because they focused on a game and an engine. And, you know, there, there's been so many, you know... Um, I suppose, you know, walking simulators, as they've been called, that have yeah. basically became became uh, point and plug adventures that were just so much more. The act of playing them was so much more enjoyable than uh, the Telltale games. So I kind of hope, you know, it'd be nice to see. I'm wondering if someone's gonna. Well, if someone buys, you know, buys them out, then they're also buying okay, any potential debt from, you know, this class action. And stuff like that. So I don't know if anyone will buy them or if they'll just sell off those IPs to, you know, yeah. cover their costs. But as well, when you say IP, I mean, because they've made games based on other intellectual properties. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, surely the only thing they've then got to actually sell is their engine, which, like you say, is a decade old. So it's, It is arse, yeah. Uh, it's arse, yeah. I mean, so what have they really got assets-wise? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, obviously, they've got physical space and physical machines and things like that, but, you know, they made a Walking Dead game. They made a Minecraft game. So, you know, Minecraft yeah. owes that. The AMC owes that, owes that. That yeah, that intellectual property. So, mm. apart yeah. from their engine, even the sort really of the, even the initial games they made, you know, uh, Sam and Max, uh, Monkey Island, all that—that's all someone else's as well. So we don't I mean, know. And that has been a long been time milked as well. Because I mean, there's be there's remasters of that out. I mean, if you want to play Sam and Max and all that sort of thing, they, there is no inhibition for you doing that yeah. because there's like ninety different versions of those games out. So, you know, that's that that well is dry. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So, bye bye, Telltale. Yeah, sorry. You know, it's it's often the case that people come along and do your thing better. Yeah, I've never been a fan of the idea. It's a it's a weird thing we we seem to value uh, in society uh, in general is first. I've always been a fan of not who did it first, but who did it better. Exactly. And you know the idea that oh well, that's you know. This was our idea, and you're just copying us. He's like, yeah, they are, but they've done it well. <laughs> you know, of course, the all-time classic is the iPod. Yeah, not yeah. not by far the first MP3 player. God <laughs> no, not even close. But gives you time to come in and look at it sideways and go, oh wait, now like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. If you if you don't fix your mistakes, other people will. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> oh well. Good news, everyone, with the next thing. 
PS4 and PS2 game downloads, I'll say that again, downloads added to PlayStation Now in Europe, and I believe the US as well. So if were I, PS3 already there, or are no, they just absent? Right? They're just n- not available for download. Intriguing. A- according to this article, they're, they're not compatible with PS4. Huh, but PS2 titles are. Yes. I can okay. speculate. I will speculate. If it's not a PS4 game, it's obviously running on under emulation. And so mm-hmm. apart from the power required to play the game, you then have to have headroom to run the emulator. And so I would just speculate that for the, the PS4 running a PS2 game, it has that headroom to run the emulator. But for a PS3 game, that's too close to the PS4, so it can't emulate it. That is it possible. Well. Also, potentially... PS2 is simply easier to emulate than the PS3, which was notoriously difficult to develop for because of its weird processor. So, additionally... There are just so many reasons why it would be the case. Whereas they've been emulating PS2 since the PS3 days. Exactly. There are a lot of PS2 games available through the PS3. So, yeah. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Um I don't even know what the state of PS3 emulation like is on PC. It's not something I ever see or hear about, so I'm assuming it's not good. Yeah, I've never heard anything. Or, or I've seen never anything. heard anything, yeah. I've, I've, I mean, you kind of... Now, what am I saying? There are people trying to emulate brand new things, aren't there? So I, I, <laughs> I was going to stupidly say, perhaps it's still just too recent for anyone to care about emulating it. And I, I'll, I'll give myself half a point for saying... Maybe it is still too recent for lots of people to care about emulating it. There's a few of them about, you know, mm. if you want to play a, play a PS3 game, getting your hands on a PS3 is so much easier than figuring out an emulator for it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, just- also, you know, PS3 and Xbox 360 era, a lot of those games were multi-platform, so they were already available on PC yeah. to play, so you don't need emulating. And a lot of the exclusives have been remastered or otherwise ported to the PS4, so you don't need to emulate them. So, yeah, I suppose it's just, it's an odd generation. Where it really is. You yeah. don't need to emulate because you can just play it natively <laughs> on uh, either a modern console or a PC. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can download PS4 and PS2 games onto your playstation now and play them like with xbox blah blah blah, blah. whatever <laughs> they have i don't i can't keep up with all have the you ever names worked in marketing of, <laughs> it's, do you know what i'd do at least as well as the people who work in marketing for microsoft i, I really would <laughs> on day one with no formal training do you know technically and i forgot this i i was once doing a degree in marketing oh my god <laughs> the, the fact that i've remembered that now uh, probably goes some way to explaining how well I did uh, yeah, doing yeah. that degree. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm was gonna try this out, but it didn't work. So I have nothing to add about how well or anything it works. Um, I assume it will work as well as downloading any digital game from Sony. Yeah, um, and I assume it will even work now if I tried it because I, I tried it while this news came out, and so you assume England is trying it at that point. Do you think? Yeah, you know. So I'll, mm. I'll forgive them for it not working. 
Uh, and it was literally the whole, even the sign-up process and pick a game, that level of not working. Right. Um, so you but, weren't even like testing the service? You were, you couldn't get through the, 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 yeah, the, yeah. the gate? <laughs> ba- basically, yeah. So I, I, have n- I have no opinion on how well this works beyond that. Uh, but I'm, I'm honestly excited to try it because uh, this is something I've been asking for for a while. And they've done it. I should, I should try it out. Um, it's not come at a great time for me personally, but so be it. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of other games, Sony. There's, yeah. I have to sleep. We I proved that the other day. <laughs> just, just, I have to sleep. Uh, but it, it is good news. And if you've tried it, listeners, then please let me know. I'd be interested to know. Although I might well have tried it by the time you hear it's not like it's a million miles away, for God's sake. Uh, actually, to sneak something in uh, that mm-hmm. isn't on there, I've just tried NVIDIA's streaming service. Oh, you said, yeah. How, yeah. how is it? It's bollocks. It's, <laughs> it's really fucking awful. And I was trying to figure out who it's for or what those people are intended to use it for. And I, I started to get a nosebleed, so I, I stopped. I, I say bleed; it was sort of yellow liquid coming from my brain. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that cerebral fluid. Yeah, let me. Yeah, those were thoughts. Let, let yeah. me explain to you what it what it is. Right. So you know Netflix, right? You've seen mm-hmm. Netflix when you log in, and there's just a whole endless wall of movies, and you pick one. And you watch the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Well, GeForce Now is, it looks like that. You open up the app and there is this never ending list of games in front of you. And it's, it's all games that you think, fucking hell, they've got that. Every, <laughs> all of them. Far Cry 5's on there. All the Assassin's Creed's are on there. All of the Call of Duty's are on there. It's just a list of every game you've ever seen in your entire life. And you click on one. And it loads Steam, and if you own the game, you can play it. Right. That's it. That's that's what it does. Mm, okay. So imagine like Netflix, but when you clicked on the movie poster, instead of it playing the movie, it took you to the Amazon Prime video page for that movie. And if you've previously bought that movie from Amazon, you can watch it. And if you haven't, you can't. Uh, and right. I, I, I sat just looking at it thinking... What's the fucking point of this? I've got a computer with Steam on it. What is this? And I can't figure it out. Because what made it even more difficult was that to get a a visual quality that was anything close to the weakest of weak gaming PCs. Like, we're talking into the, the maybe you've found something at CEX that was 250 quid level. Mm-hmm. They were asking for a constant 50 megabit down internet that's, connection. Yeah, that's pretty extreme. And I don't have that. I just don't have that. <laughs> um, I've got 30 megabit down and it doesn't hit that and stay there. And, no. and if it does, if, if Allison's phone checks its email, it's fucked, you know, because <laughs> it's a 30 megabit internet connection. So I can't use it at home. And, you know, I tried to put myself at the right. So I, I've got a gaming PC, so I, I wouldn't use it. There's no point. But if I didn't have that, what would I do with it? Well, the, the answer is still, well, nothing, because I can't run it at home. And I'm, get, I'm in a free beta. This is supposed to cost money. 
right? If I'm yeah. paying for it on a monthly basis, how many months do I really have to use it before I could have just bought a fucking gaming PC? And and the answer is probably not many. So I bet mm. it's not more than a year, you know, depending on what yeah. they charge for it. And you can't use it out of the house because you're not getting a constant 50 megabit internet connection out and about in Great Britain. That's not, that's not going to happen. Um, so I, I don't know who it's for or what it's supposed to do or why it exists. Um, incidentally, it also works with Uplay and Battle.net as well as Steam. So you can, you can play Overwatch on it or mm. Far Cry, which I was disappointed to find out I couldn't play Far Cry 5. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I haven't got a clue what it does or why and pay money. When you, yeah, that was the biggest confusing thing to me because I thought the whole point of the you know, subscription, it wasn't just that you were able to stream. I thought it, you know, that subscription gave you access to a game library. Of course. Abso- yeah, but absolutely. But you're no. saying it doesn't, it just allows you to play, it, it's limited to any games you already own on these other platforms? Yes. Right. That's a bit of a nail in the coffin. Yeah. Isn't it? As just far as I'm like, concerned, yeah. You, you're basically renting a computer on the internet. <sighs> and, he, and incidentally, when it, when it had booted up Steam and I'd signed into Steam, which is honestly feels like passing a kidney stone at the moment. <laughs> yeah, two-factor and all that shit. <laughs> right. And incidentally, it doesn't allow copy-paste, so you will type in that 32-character password that LastPass made up for you, and <laughs> uh, it will not remember you, even if you check the little box. So you will do that, no, and the two thoughts... Steam never remembers me. No. I'm get, it's, it makes me very neurotic. And, and so... Yeah, you, you've got to go through that every time. But then I still had to install my games on this system. Huh. So I had to, it, it, exactly like I was using it on my own computer, I had to go to my library and install and watch the graph go up and see how fast it's going. Incidentally, that only went to 60 megabit. So while they're telling me I need 50, NVIDIA have only got fucking 60 to get the game installed mm. uh so yeah i can't i can't quite get my head around that at all this is it's perplexing like, in the extreme isn't it yeah yeah um i'm just staggered i, I don't know what to say it, it, i of all the things i expected that was not it. it it just i was expecting a game streaming service like netflix but games and yeah n- no it's not or like what every other gaming service is doing right now yeah. Weird. See, there's, there's no point in using it on my laptop, because if I'm in the house, I can stream over the home network from my yeah. PC, which is... Yeah, that's built into, like, Steam. Yeah. You can just do that. And if <laughs> I'm out... There's no need to go through a third-party service to get in home streaming these days. No. So I can't, I can't get my head around it. I'm, I don't know why it is. <laughs> I don't know why it is. That's... The- that's my official statement. On Why that. am you? Why am you? Yes. Why have they done that? That's, mm. I don't know, but they have. Back to Sony, anyway. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. I feel like we should have party poppers or, you know, a sad, uh, you know. Uh, Just one person with a look at one of those party shoes because they right there. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've done this. I think it's an interesting time. They've done this at a time where me and Rich. You've, you were never really interested, Emma, but they've done this at a well, time because, where me and Rich, our I interest knew this has would happen. fucking crashed. Because I 
knew this would happen. I would get invested in it, and then you know I'd be like in a bloody playing Minecraft eight week situation. You two would fuck off and leave me. <laughs> yeah. This is why I didn't bother. <laughs> so yeah, Sony have allowed crossplay on the PS4 at the moment, just for Fortnite because Fortnite are more powerful than Sony. Clearly, um, oh, yeah. yes, currently, yeah. <laughs> Epic Games, I should say, are more powerful than uh, Sony. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they, they, they have said it's select third-party uh, content. But yeah, yeah it's Fortnite. <laughs> it's, it's Fortnite. That, that's what it is. Uh, I don't care. And I do you know what? I, I'm not as uninvested in Fortnite as I was. As me. <laughs> I've, I've dipped my toe back in. And I, 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 don't, I don't dislike it. I still don't enjoy it which is odd, but I still don't mind it for sort of, oh, I've got 10 minutes to kill. Let's do a round of Fortnite. Okay. That, that kind of thing. I, I don't sit playing it anymore. I'm, I'm not going to lose sleep over challenges because I can't fucking kill anyone ever. <laughs> I play that game. Like I play alien. Uh, what's it? Isolation. Yeah. Alien isolation. You're that, not going to kill it. You just sort of have to wait for it to kill you. Yeah. It's Alien Isolation and Fortnite, pretty much the same game to me. So th- there is that. <laughs> and plus, I had enough points, V-Bucks <laughs> saved up from the last season to buy the next season. So I thought, fuck uh, it, I'll, right. I'll do it. I'm, I'm not winning all that fake money off you and not using it. So that's <laughs> that's happening. Um, But yeah, even if I was still sort of religiously playing Fortnite, Sony, I'm pissed off at you for this. So fuck you. I've got it on my Switch, got it on my PC, got it on my phone, if I feel like it. Don't care Mm. about that PS4. That PS4 is quite happy running Yakuza 2 right now. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Uh, it's you know it's interesting that this comes in time when even though there's crossplay, for you know, Epic have said they are rolling out things where they're going to be uh matching uh players by uh what do you call it by control type. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to cut down on the effect. I mean, I suppose PS4 and Xbox and Switch I, players, you know, it'll keep the, yeah, it'll keep the console peasants away from that, the PCMR folks. Look, speaking as somebody who plays on both, yeah. you want that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Even, you know, even, dis- <laughs> even putting aside the usual mouse and keyboard versus uh, uh, controller debate, yeah. as soon as you see a PC player building shit, it's like, oh, keep yeah. that motherfucker away from the console you, you players. You want that. We can, we can go back and forth on the whole Joy-Con can be as good as a mouse and keyboard, but there's really nothing to back that up, <laughs> really. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, got, I remember a couple of years ago, a Microsoft engineer saying, yeah, we tried it for an afternoon on like Halo, and trust me, you, you don't want that. We, yeah. we watched. We watched just all the console players just lose everything. So yeah. we turned it off immediately before they all left. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this is ultimately a good thing. I still think it will end the moment the next console generation begins. Probably. And we'll Which be back at may, this. You know, there's still, I've been seeing a shit ton of speculation that we may be getting a PS5, you know, by near to this time next year. I'm expecting one. I, I will join I that. I kind of am, yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would expect that. So this could be, you know, a, you know, 12 months of crossplay and then that shit gets shut down. Pretty. That's what I expect to happen. Yeah. That, that said, we'll see if Fortnite makes it to the next console generation. 
it, yeah. it might. Mm. It didn't it have its biggest month ever last month or something like seventy eight million people played it. I can't remember all I've been. I, the only thing I ever so often I check in and see where's the fucking cube now. The cube's now gone. Apparently, cube's gone. Uh, no, they have dogs and chameleons. I, I yeah. was quite upset over how much that dog backpack works on me. I was uh, just the moment I was thinking. The moment I saw that, I was like, "What happens when you die to the doggy?" Nothing. It's just infinite doggies. It's fine. The doggy is always fine. No, I can't think that around the world now there are millions of imaginary cartoon dogs being killed. That's it's too disturbing to think about. But this is a good move for them. We'll see who else they do it with. There has been a little back and forth with Bethesda regarding uh, Bethesda Fortnite, have been bitching about it. Yeah. Fortnite Fallout. Uh, yeah, because they've recently, you know, Todd Howard blamed Sony. Oh, yeah. All Pretty much, but yeah. blame Sony. <laughs> Sony have not been as helpful as we would like. Uh, and then more recently, another Bethesda person said there are no plans to bring crossplay to uh, Fallout 76. Because of um, Sony. <laughs> because, well, he didn't yeah. mention it, that was a sort of even oh, right, though okay. Sony have done this, there are no plans. And I would say that that but, could well be because they weren't planning on it. Can, like, can we go off on, can I, mind about, I make a, a, a short Fallout 76 tangent? Tangent away, sir. I, di- I didn't include this as a story because I, I just, I, 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 I'm not sure if it's my own, because whenever they announce that there will be no, you know, ma- real story, no NPCs, no uh, interactive, uh, you know, you can't steer the story that much in Fallout 76, and I basically checked out uh, a few weeks ago. They put out a, basically the intro trailer to fallout 76 this week i don't know if you've seen it i haven't i didn't see that i have yes yeah and i had when i watched it when i was done watching i had quite a i was pissed off and i didn't know why and then it sort of i went back and i watched the fallout one intro movie and something that's been an issue with bethesda's handling of the fallout franchise it finally clicked with me do you remember the Fallout 1 intro? No, not at all. It starts with, it's a Galaxy News, it's a black and white news broadcast, and it opens with the caption, uh, our dedicated boys keeping the peace in newly annexed Canada. And then it cuts to uh, black and white news footage of two power armor clad soldiers executing an unarmed civilian who's bound in the middle of the street by shooting him in the back of the fucking head. And then turning and waving at the camera. Yeah, I remember that actually. Now, now you said it. Yeah. Yeah. Fallout seventy six. Its intro is uh, uh, Ron Perlman delivering a stirring speech about how great America was. It's it's long and proud history. How things are bad now, but things will be. You know, we're still great, and you going forward will keep America you know, keep the dream alive and you'll keep America moving forward. And it's set to the similar black and white slow motion footage of those same soldiers marching through mud and dust and they're framed, you know, doing heroic shit. And I just sort of looked at it and I thought, you've lost the fucking plot. That's, you know, we used to have the Fallout franchise, a core element of what made Fallout Fallout, as well as, you know, 1950s and plus laser guns was mm-hmm. its opinion on humanity as short-sighted, hypocritical morons 
who deserve everything they get for allowing this situation to have come into being. Whereas now the fallout's position on humanity is tragic heroes who just need another chance. And I just, just, I just thought, no, no, I'm done. No, it is a slightly more positive message though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I don't need that that shit. Yeah. That's exactly what you don't like about it. Yeah. Fair enough. That is a problem I have with a lot of sci-fi. Like my biggest, it's something, my biggest criticisms of like Doctor Who and Star Trek uh, is I call them the hand job for humanity. It's because even (laughs) when they are addressing humanity's flaws, they always come out on the side of, but yeah, we may do some bad shit sometimes, but you know, the human spirit and, you know, we've done some good stuff and moving forward, I'm sure we'll do even more better good stuff. And I'm sitting there looking. We're killing the planet. Yeah. Stop stroking us. We yeah. need to be told that we are bad. I, I half agree with you. I totally see your point. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong in any way or anything like Fair that. Enough. I, I uh, just, I like there to be happy things. Oh, happy things. are. I'm, I'm fine with happy things. Just keep it the fuck under my fallout. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. And um, what did you think of that trailer? Um, well, I, mean, I obviously I didn't get kind of it as, as uh, you know, I didn't sort of go to the place you did, but, uh, yeah, ultimately I was, I kind of got 50% there in that, cause I've sort of checked out of Fallout 76 yeah. and because I don't want to be upset by it, I've just, you are doing the healthy thing of brain. distancing yourself. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm now distancing myself from it. So I looked at it in with dispassionate interest and then went oh that was a good thing and resumed thinking about assassin's creed odyssey which uh, you know because no, the, the achievement guides are starting to go up i saw um i saw on youtube the other day because it's due out imminently so um people who've got early access are starting to put out achievement guides and right there's like story stuff coming out now and sort of comparison between the male male and female characters and this sort of thing so i'm sort of now like, have you been focused continuing... on that because you know, like if you go ahead. No, I've got to say, I've been continuing what? Have you been continuing to read the guy on Reddit who's fact checking? Uh, no, Does actually, he, he I've, keeps, I've, yeah. I've have. Is he still updating it? Or he's still uh... doing more games? Oh, okay. Yeah, and his uh, his coverage of uh, AC3 and Unity is is just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it completely validates my hatred. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is the thing. I, this sort of fixation on Assassin's Creed 3 is, is befuddling because um, we didn't actually talk about it a couple of weeks ago, uh, but it's being remastered and I don't know why. Yeah, nobody knows. Um, yeah, I'm just really confused by it because it's not good. Of all the games to remaster in the series, why? Yeah. Why this one? Especially when one sitting there looking like you jank. Yes, yeah. it's, it's um it is in need, and also it needs to fill it. There's a massive plot hole from one that they could fix in really quickly, and they uh, haven't done it. So, which one? Which plot hole is this? Uh, Lucy. Uh, you remember, do you remember? Oh Lucy yeah, yeah. Way the, the yeah. yeah. She he did the finger. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was weird. Could fix she... that. Fix that in post. Fix yeah. it in post. <laughs> once, once more, I'd like to sort of raise a bit of an appeal for that person who's fact checking. Uh, assassin's creed if you are someone who knows this person and and perhaps is thinking of asking him out on a date and you've been a bit worried about doing it now's the time do, <laughs> do it he, he needs to go out um <laughs> but maybe not even that just like a mate 
or anything, if you can go around and see him, spend some time with him, that you know, reach Open out some to people. That that sort of thing. Make sure he's mm. eating, changing his underwear, etc. Showering. You know, just give him a friendly checkup. Whatever. <sighs> what were we talking about, Bethesda? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I back to the crossplay thing. I think mm-hmm. this is related to that card game that they're working on. That uh, is it. A f- oh, the other one, not Fallout. Witcher? The Dragons one. Oh, um, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Sky- Elder Scrolls. Yeah. yeah, they've got a card game coming, haven't they? And it was all they made a thing about play it online and your accounts, your account, and whatever platform you're playing it on is where you. We don't care, and Sony were like, <clears throat> we do. And uh, I think then we heard some talk saying, well, we might not put it on the PS4 then. And, uh, you know, you get the feeling there was some staring at each other across a boardroom table until this is a blink, basically. Playing chicken, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I'm actually, apart from Fallout, I'm more interested to see whether that card game has cross-play, although I have less than no interest in playing it. Yeah, card computer. We're back into enterprise technology here. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's no trend that another company won't jump on when fall uh, when um, Hearthstone and Gwent and those sort of things yeah. are, are still ridiculously popular. So, you know, there's no trend that another company won't go. Oh, yes, me too. We've got an IP we can use that with. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Simply syndicated the card, card game. game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. think the best you could come up with would be a Top Trumps style system. No, I reckon you could do <sighs> Monopoly because obviously Super Syndicated Towers could be the four hundred quid Mayfair one. <laughs> you haven't been here, have you? <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> but, yeah, I see where you're going with it. Yeah, I think just move us around the board, just round the next corner. I think, and that says, mm. but yeah, simply syndicated Top Trumps. <laughs> Makes you think it's I don't have I've one of those already, the whole time. and I just uh, I just play it alone. Literally, <laughs> the only the only uh, the only the only category I think I could probably beat people in is either weight or beard growth, yeah. probably. I've I've lived long you enough to know there. that of all the stats I would put on that, probably not weight. Probably <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, uh, for a group of uh, um, a group of podcasters, that's maybe yeah, not it's the not best good way. Idea. We, we're none of us people I've who need that right now. Beard growth, though. You probably, <laughs> yeah, have, you, you probably have me on your. I've got you on beard growth. I don't grow a good beard. It's not good. No, I'm I'm a 31 year old woman with polycystic ovary syndrome. My beard is tremendous. <laughs> okay, right. fantastic. <laughs> You're like the evil universe counterpart of yourself. Are you? My moustache is <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Emma, that's brilliant. I can I can nearly curl it up at the ends on a bad day. <laughs> Carrying on. Could you Carry travel on. back in time to Victorian era and not have to form a disguise? You would just fit in. <laughs> just put a top hat on her. She's yes. done. And you'd <laughs> still be the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the Tokyo Game Show and cool stuff you can buy there. Because I kind of want all of it, and I can't have any of it. Because there was another thing. The- yeah, the frigging Kojima Productions put out a stall where they had just fucking. Despite the fact that nobody, they put out a trailer. Well, another clip for Death Stranding, which once again just what what. <laughs> 
There's a there's a man with a golden face, and then the voice of Troy Baker, who can summon a giant kitty cat made out of damned souls, and he's sending it after you to get the person who you're carrying in a backpack. What? Right. You don't know it's like. It feels like someone had a (laughs) someone had a head injury and then sat down to watch the music video of Fade to Grey by Visage. So, first of all, Emma, when you coughed just then, I just exhaled smoke, and it kind of freaked me out a bit, like I'd I'd blown it in your face and made you cough. Second of all, like you two have checked out on Fallout 76, I have checked out on Death Stranding. Did you ever, were you ever checked in? Do you know what? I Kind of, after I had my unpleasant experience with Metal Gear Solid Five. (laughs) <laughs> after i hated every minute of that i found myself thinking well let's see what he's, he's doing next I, I might want to hate that as well <laughs> for 109 hours uh, and sit there perplexed why am i why am i playing it why am i and what after i saw the e3 video it was right it, i, I so sort of decided oh you're gonna be like that well fuck <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not playing that. I see where you're going with this, and it's fucking nowhere. So <laughs> I will play again when the this game the comes thing. They out. Could, they could cancel it tomorrow, and it would be like, well, but of course, yeah, <laughs> I would know. Okay. We'll make it. It would probably be. It would probably. It would probably be better if he did. Like yeah. you know, oh, this amazing game, Death Stranding, we never got it, and all this sort of thing. When it comes out, it's only going to be disappointing. Yeah. Um, you know, and but this thing that they've got for sale, that the picture is of, of this uh, necklace that it purports to be. Uh, so basically, with yen, I know that you hate the number system, but if you move the decimal place one point to the right, then you basically get the price in pounds. So oh. three hundred quid for um, for this uh, necklace, which appears to be six USB keys on a string. Yeah, basically. Oh. I don't what what the fuck. Oh, I haven't gone yeah. that far down. Hang Except on. it's probably they're you know they're probably not even wor- you know wor- they're not actually USB keys. They're just That's chunks I, of plastic or metal or something. They are. But when I skimmed past the picture, I was like, oh, why are there six USB keys? They do really look like USB keys. Yeah. They missed an opportunity. There. That's that's. There'll be a thing in the game like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which will, yeah, frankly, yeah. I I hate myself, but that is my favorite kind of game collectible is the thing from the game that you can have in your hand. Yeah. Oh, I, that I, is I understand that. Like more, you know, I'm an action figure uh, fucking nerd. And yet that is the thing that I prefer much more. If, you know, the, the if you give me, a, I have the, uh, the platinum chip from Fallout New Vegas. And it's just a little shitty piece of metal in the shape, in the shape of the platinum chip from the game. And I fucking love it. <laughs> I have a stack of, uh, Fallout New Vegas, you know, uh, poker chips. Um, they're the best things. They're better than the giant, you know, the the, the lunchbox and the pet boy. I, these are the things that I love. I really like this uh, Sega Saturn bathroom scale. I know, what the fuck? Um, and I'm saying that say, as problem, someone, as I mentioned is. before, I am not a friend to the bathroom scale. I, I, you know, we, do, we are not mm. two things that get on, but I would have no, the Sega I mean, Saturn one. That, that looks mm. pretty good. Yeah. Problem is as well, it's Japanese, so the numbers probably wouldn't go high enough. they would just be exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for all for me. I'm saying, not for you guys. I think uh, for any of um, us, it's, it's, I would love to go there to see how giant I am. You would be like you would be stride the the place like a colossus. Yeah. Like I mean, I've, have you ever been in a Uniqlo? 
In a what? <laughs> I mean, a Unica. Oh, the uh, it's uh, like um, a clothes shop. It's oh. and they do. Uh, uh, there's one in um, in Blue Water. It's a UNIQO. Um, I have not and, been uh, in one of yeah. these places. Yeah, so basically they do it, – it's like basically a clothes shop, but a lot of the si- – because it's a Japanese company, like, a lot of the like sizing the is not designed for – Yeah, it is small and tiny, yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. For me, it would be like being back in, you know, uh, primary seven because I, I, like, hit puberty at, like, nine. So I was, like, two heads taller than all the other kids. So, yeah, if I went to Japan, it would probably remind me of that, except it would be like being back in school, except everyone's Asian. Can I ask? And this I think is, I've had that dream. This is, this is a sort of general survey I, survey I have. Whenever I hear somebody say that they were the tallest kid in their class, did you get into trouble a, a lot? Yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not only because I was tallest, but because um, your voice deepens sooner. Yeah. So I couldn't whisper. Whenever I whispered, if I was speaking at you know the same volume, it carried across the room. I didn't so, w- yeah. when I was doing teacher training, and I didn't realize this until my dad pointed out. It's like you, you, it's always the tallest kid gets into trouble first, because they're the one you see when you walk in the room. Yep, and that's it. It's it's nothing to do with the kid. Oh, it, other it was than, a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> it was you a know, proper nightmare. Teacher has left the room. The room has turned into a fucking riot. You walk back in, you. Shut up, sit there, but uh, in my case, swearing and don't tell mom. And then uh, I'm not a teacher and other things. So, yeah, that's so I j- just always want. And incidentally, I, everyone I've ever asked has always said yes. Mm. I envy the tall people because, like, literally, I, I turned 13. Like, one night I grew to five foot four and stopped. So <laughs> I'm used to coming up to people's waistbands. So, um, yeah, I, this is this but is you, an experience that passed me by. But you avoid trouble. It's not a bad thing. Don't yeah. don't, don't feel bad about it at all. You, you you don't get seen in the noisy classroom. Yeah, and it's it's better to not be seen. I feel sometimes a lot of the, the only time. the only positive thing about being taller is you know every so often I do feel a little I, I do get a little twinge thing when someone asks me to to reach for something on a high shelf, but that quickly passes. <laughs> Yeah, I have to do that because the person who lived in the house before we did was six foot six. Ah. Um, so all yeah. the cupboards are extremely oh. high. I mean, because literally, if we put something on the top shelf in our kitchen, Chuck has to get it down, and I've got no hope. I can't reach it. Like we have to get. I've got a little. You know, we've got a little footstool for me. Yeah, I'm just wondering. What, yeah, if we if like if I went to Japan, do they have like uh, special hotels that cater exclusively to you know? The you know people from Westerners. Europe and the America the Westerners you know where everything is you know bigger than that usually would be for their normal Japanese customers. Oh, that would ruin the fun though, surely. I mean, it would absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to go and feel I'm like just... Gulliver in Lily Pop. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You want to go and do do you want to go do the Homer Simpson thing of just walking through the paper door? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I don't know how you know that is. I don't know why they don't do that every day through every single one. It would never get tiring for me. They should just be on like a pull down roll, like yeah. the the towels in the men's room. <laughs> just keep pulling it down. Pull it. Why am I pulling it down? It's still wet. Why is it wet? Mm. Anyway, if you were at the Tokyo Game Show, you could buy lots of game themed stuff that probably <laughs> include. Well, there's a PUBG frying pan. Yep. There's. I just say 
I really want that the um, the link to the past um, yeah, tote bag, the I've, one with the chickens on. That I is was, wicked. Yes, I was just about to say I want that, but again, and thirty for, quid. Well, actually, as long as it's decent, That's about tote bag price. That's <laughs> you, about you I mean, that? a good, good, good quality one. Like I'm going nowhere with a tote bag. What I can't. Yeah, there's there is no male way of using the tote bag. I'm afraid. Um. I, I, you know, it's, I'm on thin ice with my bag that I have as it is. It, 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 I don't go without it being mentioned, you know. Like, why have you got a bag? Really? Yeah, huh. seriously. Because in all the years, bag, what, whenever I was in uh, college and, you know, in town, I, uh, for a long time, favored the satchel. Yeah. You know, I had a little brown leather, you know, satchel. And, um, yeah. I, you know, I, I never, I, the only time that it was it mentioned was uh, the time that it was rightly pointed out by store security. Have you got a DVD in there that you didn't pay for? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. But they were the only, you know, they were the only ones that mentioned it. And even they were quite polite about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If, you, if you're a student age, then it's. It's kind of like an advanced school bag at that point. Maybe. But Maybe. I mean, I, I'm not carrying books. I'm carrying a 3DS in my wallet. But, oh. you know, it's, I'll stand up for that fucking bag till my death. It's, it's just, you can carry stuff. I Honestly. Oh, yeah. Even it's today, amazing. Even it's, today, I, I hit, you know, I was down with the plastic bag ban long before they brought in the plastic bag ban because I just hate carrying plastic bags. I just brought a backpack and shit went into that and it, you know hands free <laughs> exactly bags it's it's the way to go yep and i think it was yeah it was the iphone 6 plus that did it to me get, get <laughs> a phone that doesn't go in any human pocket <laughs> and then you'll be you'll you'll see the point of a bag mm-hmm. like seriously that's not, true not, actually i yeah. just got a so 7 plus and women's trousers are not prepared for this no <laughs> no are they um Alison they're really Webber, not yeah. yeah, my little sister's just getting into sort of, you know, women's fashion, and she's constantly amazed whenever, a, a, you know, a jacket or a pair of trousers has pockets. Oh, they're tremendous. And I'm when looking you get at it, thinking, with- but they have pockets. Why wouldn't they have pockets? I, I saw a tweet, and I, you just have to smile at it. It was a bloke who'd said, have you ever told a woman that she's wearing a really nice dress, and she says, Thanks. It's got pockets, and she puts her hands in to show you. And I thought, yes, yeah. so many times. And I tell Alison, "Was like, yeah, pockets, brilliant. Not enough dresses have pockets." And I totally sympathise. It's it, yeah, everything should have pockets. We've got shit yeah. to carry, people. Absolutely. Is there like anything- your Sonic the Hedgehog curry. That's that's a li- food. We're we're on into weird territory for me with this yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm not a curry fan in general. Blue. Yeah. yeah. It's like George Carlin said, where's the blue food? You don't see much blue food. And I think there's a reason for that. There is. Blue is uh, off-putting in food. Biologically, yeah. you are hard-coded because blue is bad. Yeah. Um, it's. It, I, I'm surprised that it, you can even, in some way, anyone will put it together because it's physically difficult to eat blue food. And if it, it is, isn't, yeah. you might be somebody who might die of food poisoning at some point. If and in my just... experience, the amount of food colorant that is required to make something a deep shade of blue, like sonic blue, yeah, that's enough food coloring that you can probably taste the food coloring. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, it's going to be disgusting. Yeah. 
That's, some, that's something Alison told me about with the, the cake decorating that I never thought of. That there's, there's certain colours you just can't use too much of because you'll taste yeah. it and it's foul. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you don't want to taste red, but you, <laughs> yeah. you, you can. So you don't use it a lot and that sort of thing. Mm. Well, I hey. also, I really want that PlayStation teacup. I also, Play yeah, I think the It's really nice. It is. Mm. Like I, they could take the PlayStation logo off it, and I wouldn't give a shit. It's just a nice teacup. That I love that. I don't know what you call that sort of model pattern on it, where it has you know the slight shiny. It looks like it's constantly wet. Yeah, I don't know what I that's like called. That. It I is don't know nice, what that's called. It? Yeah, it's really nice. <coughs> but yeah, it doesn't say how much that costs. That's probably like five hundred quid. I, I do like this that kind <laughs> of thing. I, you know, the gaming branded things of stuff you would otherwise have. I've I've got a lot yeah. more time for that than you know figurines etc. That oh, yeah. sort of thing. Um, I mean, God, yeah, I've got a Legend of Zelda mug. It's over there on the table. It needs a wash. Annoyingly, doesn't go in the dishwasher. Mm. Yeah, you sort of look at it every time it needs washing, thinking, "Is this the time I destroy you? Is this <laughs> not my fault? You don't go in the dishwasher, sunshine. Not my fault." Mm-hmm. Went through the same process when we got the tumble dryer. And that's just like, some things can't go in the tumble dryer. So no, everything can go in the tumble dryer. Yeah. It's just a question of whether you want to wear it when it comes out. And uh, that's how I'll sort out which clothes I'm throwing away. (laughs) Natural selection. And she just sort of shrugged and was like, yeah. Charles Darwin's less well-received follow-up book. That's it. (laughs) That's how I cheated it. Don't go in the the tumble dryer. (laughs) Fuck it then. I don't need that. Don't need that. Now, that is genuinely, that's probably a thing, natural selection through convenience. Yeah. That, that's that probably a goddamn thing. I could I could get funding to research that, the things that have died off, not because they were in any way bad, but just because they were slightly less convenient People than who can a less drive, good alternative. Yeah. People who can drive breed more than people who have to get the bus. Yeah. Like, you're coming over tonight. I'm taking my test on Wednesday. Yeah. So. There you go, you see. You'll be more convenient. Yes, I will be more convenient. Oh, that actually, you made me not want to take my driving test. <laughs> Damn. Oh, well. God, and we've got this Overwatch sword. This, is, this yeah. isn't from the Tokyo Game Show, but it's a... Uh, oh, and Blizzard is selling it. Yeah. A $180 sword replica that kind of lights up a bit. Which, to be honest, I'm looking at thing 180 quid. Reasonable. Well, I, I will say that while being able to drive might make you more convenient, this will certainly not help anything. This is one of those things. It's like I, you're yeah. saying if I mount this in the rack behind my seat, that this will turn people off. Yes, yes. Oh. There, there comes a point, I think, in a, in a man's life when displaying light up swords from computer games is a, considered a turn off. Not that there's anything wrong with having light up swords from computer games. I Honestly, would, I would put this. I would I, label that as a, as a, as like a defect in women rather than the men who own them. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what but, about you, Emma? Does this get you wet? <laughs> Excuse me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does me. If I, well, let's put it this way. Look, if I walked into somebody's house, say, if I was a married woman, and my, you know. I was uh, I I was bobbing for boyfriends still, and I walked into <laughs> someone's flat, and uh, they had you know this, and I would assume immediately say, think that while you were playing, it was one of those while you were playing video games. I was studying the Blade guys and leave. <laughs> <laughs> the <Maltons. laughs> yeah, 
it's only recently I saw it. I was it was a an ASMR video I was watching, and the the dude was going through a catalog. I don't like that. No, Me neither. That, that's a separate issue. We'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah. The, what I was watching was a guy going through it. It was a gift catalog, and he was picking out stuff. And it, I was quite relaxed. And he got to this but On one of the pages, there was a Chewbacca the Wookiee dressing gown. And he basically said, guys, take it from an older man. There, there is a point in your life where you have to say goodbye to this kind of thing. As, as much as you want it, you, you can't that. always have a Chewbacca dressing gown. And I kind of thought, no, I'm going to have one. But, yeah, <laughs> which remind me, I kind of do need a dressing gown at the moment. But hey, there you go. What else do we have? Capcom bringing original Ace Attorney trilogy to the Switch. I might Switch. play it, and it's going to be on Xbox too. Oh, right. Yeah, I guess. But weren't you already playing the Ace Attorney games on the 3DS? I- I do, but I, it was me. I do have them, but now that there's going to be a version where I can get achievements also, I think oh, I'll be playing on the yeah. Xbox. Also, um, you know, it's on a bigger telly and, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it's fun on the DS and I'm not going to say it isn't, but uh, it'd be nice to play it on, you know, my big console with my controller and in the big with the big telly. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably pick that up as well. Alison played the iOS version. Mm. That was it back in the day. Um, I've never played one. Although I, ne- I played the first one, I'd nearly done it. They're on offer on the 3DS all the time uh, on the eShop. So you know, if if they're not cheap today, wait a month. Honestly, they they will be again. Um, yeah. And so I've I've nearly picked them up a few times. And there's a, a Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright game as well, isn't there? Yep. There is. Yeah. And a fucking movie. <laughs> and a movie. I mean, Japan has live-action Phoenix Wright movies. Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of... There, there's... What is the other thing? Oh, there is Professor Layton coming to the Switch, isn't there? And that has been going to other platforms as well. Yeah. So that's not a Nintendo-owned thing. I kind of thought it was, and I don't know why. No. Uh, is it Hal Laboratory? They're not developed by Nintendo, are they? No, yeah. I'm trying to think who makes these. I, I, for some reason, I have it in my head that it's Hal Laboratory, but... Don't know. Uh, Ace Attorney, let's search for first release. Well, hang on. Capcom is bringing the Ace Attorney. Oh, Cap- Capcom. We're, we're, so I'm yeah, looking at Capcom. the fucking headline. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we smart people. That's why people uh, listen we'd be to clever. the show. Because we'd be, we smart. We'd be very clever much. Yeah. Anyway. I was, I, I, was, I was really hoping that it would be like Capcom were just the publisher that it would be developed by someone else and I'd be able to claw back some, some self-respect, but no, developed by Capcom also. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, let's move on and hope nobody noticed. Hey, that, switch, that switch Online Cloud Save controversy or controversy, I don't know which is correct or which I'm supposed to use as a British person. But I think in your household you should say, uh, you should pronounce it controversy. Because that's how Prince says it. That is fair enough. I would, yeah, I think Alison would agree with you. Yep. And she probably will do that forever if I mention that to her. So what am I saying? <laughs> Eventually, she'll say the word and come to the conclusion herself. <laughs> yeah. So the Nintendo Switch Online has cloud saves. Uh, the theory was that if you stopped paying your subscription, the second it didn't go through, they would just wipe all your cloud saves. Uh, they Which clarif- they didn't help, uh, you know. They didn't help with that by not clarifying that initially. <laughs> you know, they just yeah. said, "Yeah, you'll only have your cloud saves as long as you subscribe." To which people said, "So, what?" As soon as 
we don't subscribe, they get it. But no, it turns out you have six months. Yeah. Which is plenty. I yeah. can't complain at that at all. Um, and I think that's actually, that makes it actually the best offer going on that. Because Sony I, will keep yours for six months, but they'll only give them to you again if you start paying again. Yeah. Whereas Nintendo are just saying six months. Hmm. Outside the duration of your Nintendo Switch Online membership. So that's that's it. That's like you've got a further six months you can still get those Although things. I'm guessing uh, it says they can recover. It, I'm curious now. Uh, so say your subscription lapses, uh, yeah. but you continue playing, you know, whatever game it is that you're playing. Will it keep backing up your save for six months or will that backed up save game be, you know, obsolete? I think the backed up save game will be obsolete because the I only, think, yeah. t- the only, I think the only situation in which you would do it, where you would need to get it if you didn't have the opportunity to make new saves is if you need a new console or something like that. Yeah, if you bricked it. Yeah. So that's a good thing. On an otherwise fairly sparse online service, I'll be yeah. honest. Have we done this, a show since it came out? Um, yeah, last week. It had just had it just launched last week. Yeah, yeah, it, ju- it had just been out for a few days, right? And okay. you, you know, been fiddling about with it, and yeah, there's still nothing else to fiddle with. That was still yeah. So now it's still the you know now the biggest problem with the Nintendo online service, apart from its dullness, is the uh, the, the fucking bizarre thing that certain major fucking games will not be backed up because Nintendo can't come up with decent anti-cheat measures yeah basically yeah. but for a company that has taken this long to put out any online service whatsoever i suppose that shouldn't be a huge surprise no i'm not surprised by any of it if anything i'm surprised by the fact it's actually here um, poker chips. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> um you know the, there was another thing this week with them saying that some people have found mentions of other virtual consoles in the shop and that sort of thing and I'm really not holding my breath. It's hard to get um, excited for 20 to 30-year-old games. It really is. <laughs> it you know, really sadly. is. I, I, I was hoping they were going to pull something out of the bag and go, look, Wii games mm. or, or something. Yeah. But no, especially when I'm doing all the fucking things for NVIDIA on the Shield in China. I want yeah. Twilight Princess HD. Been, yeah, if they'd been able to bring that in, you know, Mario Galaxy HD, you know, those ports... That would have been, even just those two, that I'll, would have been substantial. I'll buy those so fucking quick, Nintendo. Honestly, yeah. just just immediately. Because I, I, any other company would do that. They would use, you know, this the, the limited thing, the limited Jap, Japanese release to beta test before releasing to a wider audience. But Nintendo seemed happy to just go like, no, this is just for them and we're not going to take advantage of this anywhere else ever. I'm I'm constantly surprised by gaming companies' refusal to put things out in other territories. Um, you know, it's especially. Oh, never mind. What do I know? <laughs> um, last Nintendo thing, even yeah. more crazy. So, somebody sold a copy of Super Mario Party for the Switch on eBay for like seven thousand plus dollars. Couple of issues. The game isn't out yet. So this is a, the person claims to have found it on the floor of Seattle airport, just the cartridge, which Seattle is very disappointed to find out 
that Finder's Keeper is, is not. Yeah, it doesn't work like law. that. No, it it's turns not out law. you're guilty of uh, theft by finding. Yes. Which is yes, irritating. You are. So this person found a, a battered copy of a game that isn't out for, uh, yet and sold it on eBay. And it was sold for $7,100. Are there any updates to this yet? Um, So, first of all, problems. Uh, That's not his. The game isn't out yet. Just because he's found it, as you mentioned, it is not Lord. He's guilty of theft by finding and should have returned it to Nintendo. Or at least attempted to turn it into Nintendo. Or at least not fucking sold it on eBay. (laughs) So, I imagine... Now that this story is all over the place, I I think Nintendo might like to have a word with him. I, I would imagine not at all litigious. Like he might get a phone call or an email or something. I, I don't know how they'll get in touch uh, or or what time in the morning the the squad will arrive at his house. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't think he's gonna get to keep that seven thousand dollars. No, I think it's also debatable as to whether the person who bought it is going to get to keep that cartridge as well, because yeah. it's no more his than it was the person who found it from a legal standpoint. Um, on top of that, we, we have discussed in the past, Nintendo have the ability to turn off individual cartridges on the Switch. Each cartridge has an individual identifier, uh, and they can just switch them off and make it so they don't work. Uh, so he might have bought a little switch cartridge size brick that by the time he gets it, it doesn't turn on. And seeing as the mm. picture on the eBay listing is the picture of the code number on the front of the cartridge. I know specifically. Which, yeah, Nintendo haven't had any trouble identifying which cartridge to fucking turn off, especially seeing as all of the other ones are in their factory, you know. Yeah. It, it's going to be quite easy for them. Well, looking at the cartridge, and like you say, you know, it is damaged. Looking at it, I, you know, it, it, I don't think I'd want it back. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, I wouldn't be liking that, that one. On, on top of that, I mean, the game isn't out yet, but do you know it's out next week? Yeah. Not yeah. mysteriously. That's the weird in, thing. Yeah. This, whoever has bought this has paid $7,000 to play it a week early. Just the idea of having, you know, seven grand that I could burn like that. And you just know yeah. someone at Ubisoft has sat up and gone, you've paid $7,000 to play a week early then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. The article sort of mentions it's entirely possible that Nintendo just bought their property back. Um, I wouldn't have done that if I were Nintendo. That is feasible. Oh, no, I wouldn't have, but I, I've, it's feasible. I, I've heard hmm. speculations that this could be various, you know, gaming news outlets, because then yeah, you might have a copy. You, you haven't possibly signed an embargo to not release a review of it until the day it's out or whatever, and you could just beat everybody. Uh, there's lots of, you know, there's lots of possibilities, but Ultimately, and I, yeah. hate to be, I, I hate to be this guy, but even in this current Nintendo renaissance we seem to be in, uh, that's another word, Re- renaissance, renaissance. Mm. How did Prince say it? I don't know. I'm not the Prince fanatic. Well, yeah, go ask her how Prince said renaissance. <laughs> Three floors down. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, uh, even in that, um, you know, the Mario Party franchise. Yeah, like, <sighs> of all the things. 
of all yeah, the fucking yeah. things to spend seven grand on. This isn't Smash Brothers. If this had been Smash Brothers, I would have been like only seven grand. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But this is Super Mario Party, and yeah, I think the last one that people remember fondly was the first one because they didn't know any better. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, is it sort of going for that sort of money? Like you say, if it was a media outlet which has swooped on this, because like you quite rightly say, I mean, it's been a long time since I played a Mario Party game, but as I understand it, you know... Do you still have the blisters, though? (laughs) Oh, goodness. I mean... um, it's uh there hasn't been sort of a, a well received one for maybe sort of three iterations i think yeah. six or seven was sort of the maybe the last well regarded one so i yeah. mean you know i mean it is it is ironic the return that, to form yeah it is ironic that the nintendo you know the, the super mario party has probably led directly to more violence than the nintendo franchise where these characters literally kick the shit out of each other so yeah yeah that's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it, I, I, I would, you know, be very surprised if it, but not, not very surprised, but I'd be surprised if it turned out to be a private individual who was doing it just to play it 10 days early. If mm. it's a private individual, I would assume it would be like a collector who wants to sort of put it in a box and say, you know, this is the, the first copy of Mario Party from, from the airport 10 days early, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, you'd want the story to go with it. But I mean, seven grand is a lot of money. To, to just come up with as a private individual. Well, the one thing I mean, we do that's... know about the person who bought it is that they're a fucking knob end uh, because they filmed uh, in vertical mode and uploaded it to YouTube. Bastard. Yep. These are the mm-hmm. people we need to be dealing with. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> when I come to power, which He's could filmed... be any day now, you've seen the state of the government. It's filmed his widescreen television in portrait. Yeah, yeah. This, that, uh, oh, those that, people. That oh, just angers man. me. That just there, angers me. It's so much trouble. <laughs> so much trouble. <sighs> anyway, yeah. last news story of the day. Valve calls out surprising popularity of PS4 and Switch Pro controllers on Steam. This whole thing is very weird to me. I haven't seen the chart. Just um, the chart? The numbers? Oh, wow. Odd. Yeah. How do I make that bigger? Okay, there we go. So, roughly, we have Xbox One controller is the most popular, which sits at just below 20%. Controllers active last month as a percentage of owners of each type, which I can't parse that. Um, so, does yeah, that mean no, that it's just, people yeah. who own... It, it just means it's in <sighs> percentages. They've just written in it a very badly long-winded, annoying way to make it... it Percent of controllers used, whatever. Okay. Right. <clears throat> 20% of, of players connected an Xbox One controller and in the last it. month and used it. Uh, the next most popular one was Switch Pro Controller. Right. No, sorry. Hold on. No, we're, we're wrong, right? Because that, that clears it up. So nearly 20% of players who have connected an Xbox One controller to Steam have used it in the last month. Ah. Whereas on the PS4, only 9% of players that have connected a PS4 controller to Steam have used it in the past month. So this, yeah, this isn't... I thought the numbers were a little odd because I was like, how right, many? Yeah. I, I was thinking, like, surely not 10% of PlayStation 4... Not 10% of games on Steam are using a PlayStation 4 controller. That would be weird. Okay. So, no, this is... So, but what we can take from the graph is that 
yeah, the the Switch Pro and the Xbox 360, con- and in fact the Steam controller seem to be within a couple of percent of each other. Mm. Um, we can also assume that obviously a lot of players play keyboard and mouse games. Yeah. Because the biggest is 20%. Yeah. What they don't seem to have given us here is because they're giving us controller ownership, which basically Steam is picking up whether you, even if you don't use uh, a PS2, you know, a, a PlayStation controller to play games on Steam. Steam is still able to tell that you've plugged one in to your PC. Yeah. So they're not actually giving us what the, the chart that I want to know is, you know, I have a feeling that if they just showed controllers that are used on Steam to play games, I think the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One controller would just be the biggest bar. I think, you know, comparatively, the Switch and the PS4 would be nubs. Yeah, I think so. Maybe so. I don't know what the cells on the Switch Pro, Pro controller are like. I know I don't have one, but yeah. I, I think they're pretty popular. Yeah. Uh, I do. From what I hear, they're all right. Hmm. I think they had a bit of a, a wonky D-pad for a little while, but that was solved a long time ago. Well, um, like, like all, like most modern controllers, they're just copies of the three of the Xbox 360 controller, which yeah. is no bad thing. Yeah, they really, the hit, the really knocked yeah. it out of the park with that one, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Microsoft, I suppose. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the Steam controller, I'd, I'd love to have a go with. Um, I'd love to try one. I wouldn't want to pay for one. Yeah, that's where I am <laughs> yeah. as well. You're like, oh, they're that much. Oh, I don't. It's an interesting I, idea. I don't need one. And, I, you know, um, there might be other things I want before that. And so there isn't one here. Do you know what? I saw one in CEX, and I think that might be how it happens. I wonder how much they are in CEX. I think the one I saw was 28 quid. Yes. Not bad. It might have been. I don't know what quality grade that was or anything like that. Uh, I just occasionally pop in to see if there's got a Steam link, because they sell them for like 18 Yeah, we quid. sell for 28 quid. Yeah. Steam controller with dongle. I think you want the dongle. Yeah. I'm not sure. PS3, do you know, the thing is, a lot of these controllers are a pain in the ass to connect to anything. Yeah. The PS4 controller is a pain in the ass to connect. So it's a PS3. It's a driver issue, yeah. I, I, try, I tried connecting a PS3 controller, and it, you have to have different other apps running all the time. And Yeah. Whereas that. you plug in an Xbox controller, and it, that's it. Yeah. You've got yourself an Xbox controller. Basically, yeah. Uh, oh. so I, I need to get one of those. They're still not cheap as well, though, aren't they? No. I, I'd, I'd use my 8-BitDo controller, but no analog. No analog sticks. Not sticks. Triggers. Mm. So it's no good for F1 2017. Uh-huh. Well, that's the end of the news today, this week. After Sorry. Dubai, for, for yeah. now. Yeah. Which uh, leads us on to the. I'm what- tempted. I'm gonna every week now. We're gonna. I'm gonna fucking every time we say we finish the news. I'm just gonna do a quick search to see what has come <laughs> out while we've been talking, because it always fucking happens. But no, we seem to. Yeah, we're clear. We're clear. <laughs> we're clear, people. We can move oh, wait, on. Wait, N- Nintendo have announced a new Pokemon game. Yeah, there we go. So we want to talk about what we've been playing. Who would either of you two like to go first, or shall I? Um, I'll go. Uh, <clears throat> I've been playing. I I platinumed uh, Spider Man. Ah, very good. 
Did you enjoy yeah. the game then? Well, you played very much so, very very much so. Uh, it's 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 really good. The uh, the story surprisingly good. I kind of wasn't expecting the story to be quite so good. It's um, I've seen some reviews online and uh, the the ones that sum it up best. Uh, it's like a good short TV series. It's like the best Spider Man TV series we've ever got. Which, considering it's essentially the first uh, Spider Man series TV series we've ever got, you know that that you know it's still good uh it's a lot of fun uh the gameplay is great it's uh, surprisingly it's even though it uh, pulls so much from the arkham games it's surprisingly tougher than the arkham games the combat's a little trickier um even like with fully upgraded character and having sort of mastered it uh it's still harder i'll you know you'll still take hits during combat whereas in the arkham games if you whenever you see uh a damage indicator if or an incoming attack indicator if you tap the button you will avoid the damage uh whereas spider-man's a little uh less forgiving in that manner mm. uh but that kind of keeps you grounded it uh, you know it keeps you grounded in the game it keeps things remaining a challenge uh so yeah uh platinum that the only the, the only problem i had was was i finished the story and then i cleared up the main sort of mini missions the bases around the game and then the only thing standing in my way to get to 100% is the, the uh, New York is split up into districts. And for each district, you have to, uh, to 100% it, you have to uh, intervene in five crimes for each of uh, four factions. So okay. basically, you have to do these 20 things. And. If you haven't done those, you know, sort of while you've been playing the main game, while, you know, the, you know, if you haven't been uh, taking the time out to go and do those or uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, because they pop up dynamically. If you haven't yeah, been so paying attention. You haven't attention been doing them, them during the storyline. Yeah. It's very tiresome to go and do them after the game. Yeah. So I would advise you to, if anyone out there who's doing that, just go and, you know, every so often mop up, you know, four or five of these things to save you from a long slog at the end. Cause like I say, they're sort of dynamic and you have to sort of sit on a rooftop and keep tapping a button until it, you know, says, okay, there's a crime over here. You can go and solve. And then you, you know, you zip over and you have to say that, okay, is it a decent one? Is it an easy one? Uh, do, oh, I don't want to be bothered with this kind of, you know, bomb defusal one. But uh, yeah, I finally did all those and uh, unlock <laughs> and the, 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 Reward for doing that is uh, the Spider-Man in his underwear costume, uh, which <laughs> is very enjoyable. Uh, his underwear has little Spider-Mans on it. It's so adorable. Well, well of course. What? As you would. As you indeed would. If I should so, get um, underwear with me on, I'd wear it. Absolutely. We all would. Uh, we'd turn it inside out so your face was on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there is uh, there's a season pass, there's DLC, there's sort of three lots of DLC coming out in uh, October, November, and December. But I think I'll wait until all three are out uh, before I get those. I have no reason to assume they're going to be anything other than decent. But I've been burned before. Yeah, you don't want to rush into everything. I, I'm not going to rush into that. Plus, you know, it'd be nice to just play some other stuff in the meantime. Uh, so, but uh, I haven't actually been been doing that. Uh, in the meantime, so I haven't. Uh, I'm gonna this week. I'm gonna jump back into Yakuza, but Spider-Man has all I've been playing uh, this week. Um, the closest I've come to playing anything else was uh, I've been watching uh, 
a YouTube series uh, by a guy. Uh, the YouTube his YouTube channel is Do Not Eat One, and he's a a civil engineer who is using city skylines as a visualization tool for uh, explaining aspects of historical city planning, but also uh, how politics impacts city planning and how city planning impacts politics. And it's a lot of fun because the dude is, uh, he's very left wing. Right. Very left wing. And uh, it's, it's been, you know, he's, I've been enjoying his dry sense of, uh, sense of humor and his approach uh, to, um, to putting out YouTube videos. And he's very good at City Skylines. It's it, Honestly, when I started watching it, I was expecting it to be more about City Skylines than it actually is. He very much is just using it as a visualization tool. So you sort of watch him build. Uh, uh, he, uh, basically, he's building, focusing on one American city. I don't know if it's a real city or not, called Franklin. And the idea is he's taking it through history. So it starts back when, you know, all there was was Native Americans and then the first European settlers, and then uh, the shift from you know the uh, the colonies to the American Revolution, and where is he at now? Uh, the last time he was, uh, what was he doing? Uh, yeah, shifting to how capitalism formed from mercantilism, and I've been learning a lot from it, uh, and I'm I've, I've been becoming considerably more left wing watching what? him. Yeah, less you know, learning about how you know uh, he did an episode on liberalism, and basically pointed out the uh, came to the realization that even the conservative party is liberal. Like that's the the branch of politics they belong to. They're conservative liberals, but they're still liberals. Okay, it's really confusing, but enlightening at the same time. Sounds interesting, though. Yeah. So that's all I've been doing. Coolio, Emma, how about you? Well, I've finally shaken off the shackles of Minecraft and um, I started playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider mm. and finished it as well. <laughs> um, I'm, working, <laughs> I'm working on the 100%. So there, there are, I have many thoughts about this game. Um, I'm Did trying not to be too spoilerish because bit, uh, six or one, half a dozen of the other, really, um, because it's if you've played the other two you will know that it's uh the main game is kind of not the point almost a bit like uh, this is the sort of thing with it's kind of become assassin's creed without the assassination part um because they are you know the main game the main plot is kind of yeah go and do that but you really want to do all this other stuff instead actually like the challenge tombs and the collectibles if you play one of these games and you're a completionist prepare for pain because okay. the collectibles in this are obnoxious um so basically if you play the other two rebooted games you'll you you know what you're getting yourself into but i think if someone's coming to this um don't play this game if you haven't played the other two because it is very dependent on you having played the other two plot wise especially you know maybe you can skip um the first re- the first one the first tomb raider uh, that came out in i think it was 2013 or something yeah. you have to play rise um because like all the story direct sequel to rise um and the way the collectibles work and the side quests is all very reminiscent of rise um in fact i think 
part uh, sort of media wise sort of response to this game is being largely positive but only negatives I've seen is it's almost kind of too much like Rise it, you know Rise the Tomb Raider is set in Siberia this is in you know the, the jungle uh, the only yeah. difference is one is cold and one is hot because yeah. um, <laughs> uh, you know the way the challenge tombs work you know sort of the optional um, sort of puzzle tombs and all that sort of thing they're all very not you know the actual way they work is not similar but like the setup and how you get to them and you you know your upgrades and that sort of thing it's essentially that again uh so um that is my main criticism of it um is it um what's the phrase i hear uh iterative rather than innovative yes i would definitely say so um in terms of i mean but i did really like this game it's um like in ter- it's a really nice payoff for the other two. So if you've been following the story, it's a nice. It's actually sort of finishes off sort of an encap- sort of an encapsulated trilogy because they've kind of done a Batman Begins kind of thing with this. That there's three <coughs> games and she goes from being kind of a you know a 19 year old kind of not naive but not very world savvy and mm-hmm. you know untested. And then by the time you get to the end of Shadow, she is the Tomb Raider. Right. So, um, and what's really nice, what is really good about this game is the animation. I'm playing on a just, you know, a bog standard Xbox One. I mean, it's been optimized for the X and all this sort of thing, but like, it, I was really impressed by the, um, you know, how it looks. It looks gorgeous, but like to the level of detail in the face, because, mm. you know, obviously with faces and stuff, they can sometimes look a bit, you go to the uncanny value, they don't really look right. Um, you know, hair and, you know, the texture of people's faces just doesn't, it doesn't feel yeah. right to you. But like, what was really impressive is that you have like Lara talking to somebody and it's right up on her face and they really captured like, you know, like the small expressions of people's faces you know, because sometimes with mm. faces or they with with animation, they sort of go too big because they have to like express it and get it across to you. This person is sad or this person is happy, so they're kind of like too they're kind of too much. But with this yeah. one, it's, it's kind like, of one of the only games I've played. It's like a real person. It's like whenever you see um, theatrical actors who are used to like stage actors, uh, suddenly yes, they're on TV yeah. and it's just too big. They haven't, you know, too they much. need to adjust to the fact that the yeah. camera, you know. Yeah, uh, you you can go much more subtle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was incredibly impressive, and like I say, I'm I'm playing on a. I'm probably playing this game on a on a system that truly probably is slightly too underpowered for it, but it looks incredible even on my basic xbox one so that is that is wonderful but um yeah i i would say that the main campaign is actually kind of too short right um like i say i mean i was i started playing oh but like um end of last week and i think i'm sitting at 80 percent completion today i mean and that's with you know taking my time getting upgrades and you know looking around for collectibles and doing all the side quests and doing the challenge tombs and stuff i mean literally i got to the it, it was kind of the point that i've now exhausted everything i can sort of practically do at this point um because i think they really intend you to play this at the hardest possible level i mean because usually that was the other thing i wanted to, that i thought was quite interesting about this game is they've they've introduced kind of a tweakable difficulty thing. So there's, there's obviously easy, medium, hard, very hard, right? Yeah. So usually when they develop these games, the, the uh, intended level is medium. 
Mm-hmm. normal right so but i feel like they definitely thought that people should play this on very hard like out of the gate i mean i wouldn't recommend that but um what they've done is you can do that or you can actually tweak inside the menu you can have so there's puzzles combat and exploration so you can then tweak individually the ah. hard the difficult level of those three things so, so say you're puzzles, a really focused yeah. you shit at puzzles but you like you know running and gunning and exploring the environment turn the other two up to hard and one to easy i like that idea. and then i mean yeah it's a really good idea so like if you play the challenge team stuff on easy <clears> there's there's you know you can press for instinct which is like the eagle vision of of assassin's creed and lara will say i should do xyz at the other end if you play on very hard you don't get any of that you just have to figure it out and so you can you can tweak those settings entirely to your preference so uh that was a really cool idea so like if you don't want to struggle with the combat you don't want to struggle with the exploration but you really like the like the intellectual challenge of doing the challenge tombs on very hard you can do that um but i really feel that the developers made this game with the idea that you should play this game very on very hard from out of the gate um which i'm not sure i you know agree with because that makes like the 100 percent it is incredibly annoying noxious uh, very hard um but um yeah to just play the campaign i feel like that's what they're aiming for which i don't think is going to be everyone's cup of tea because i feel like you know normal if you're just like me you're just you know a regular not very good gamer and you want to just play on normal um you know it's you know some of it is is still kind of too some of it is too easy so that's why they brought in the, the ability to tweak it down that those three other levels but thankfully um i think that you know um we're very hard and with that idea they've actually brought in proper new game plus which they hadn't done for the other two which is right. really needed so i fully intend because i never usually do this because i'm just too shit at games but i will probably once i've 100 in it and done all the collectibles and stuff so i don't want to do it very hard i will go and try it on what they what their very hard mode which is called deadly obsession uh with all my upgrades in place because <laughs> um, um that is the thing with the combat actually i really feel like you can get away with turning it up to very hard um right. because it is ludicrously easy to do you can st- i really all, almost think they could have taken away lara's guns for this thing <laughs> you could stealth you could stealth this entire game apart from the very end where you have to do, you know, there's kind of a boss battle. You can, I mean, yeah, you can stealth this entire game. It is, you know, it's almost better they just done knife and bow and arrow. Um, This is where I'm going to sort of slightly criticise it again because I feel like they're going to Assassin's Creed-y. Right. You know, down to, you know, Lara's abilities that she can, you know, highlight things in the environment, like Eagle Vision, you know, the, the combat is, you know ludicrously easy on you know if you use stealth you get um sort of lots of little kind of gadgets and stuff which are very apart from a hidden blade she might as well be an assassin um and the the main baddies of this and the previous one not so much the first one are this thing called trinity which are the illuminati slash the templars by any other name they have the exact same objectives you have kind of artifacts that you're chasing exactly like assassin's creed control Um, humankind using ancient technology yeah exactly that that is exactly (laughs) the plot i mean and um to because the obviously that, the technology said, from millions of years ago is millions of years ahead of what we have today. 
because of course, yeah. But I mean, they don't <laughs> they don't go to the point of trying to explain that like they do Assassin's Creed. I'm, yeah. I'm sort of wandering into yeah. spoiler territory, but Fair um, but I won't go into it too much. But because I think I might be one of maybe ten people on planet Earth who played both this and Assassin's Creed Rogue, there are <laughs> action sequences that, yeah. take there are action sequences taken wholesale out of Assassin's Creed Rogue that are in this game. Huh. Wow! Really? I mean, because I mean, and as well, the plot point is, you know, I mean, that is, it, in, is it ethical in, to steal from something that nobody saw? I mean, I well, think that's fine. I mean, because in <laughs> in Rogue, right, you have this thing that the the assassins have because uh, obviously you play as an assassin turned Templar, so yeah. the assassins are the bad guys of Rogue. So, so my in Rogue, of the sort of yeah. the basic setup of Rogue is you're you're playing as an assassin and yes, you find out that the assassins the the leadership knew about this potential you know catastrophe causing yes. events, but they didn't tell anyone and they essentially went ahead and let it happen anyway. Just yes. And uh, continue to let it happen. So there is. To let it happen, and that's why he decides fuck the assassins. I'm going with the Templars. Yes. Yeah. So uh, taking the that uh, the the sort of the, the 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 heel turn out of it, essentially. Right. There is a bit where you know they know that this disaster is going to happen, and it triggers a massive earthquake, and then you have to um, run out of the city and escape the while it's collapsing you know, around the disaster. you. Disaster. Yeah. Right. Exact same thing happens in Shadow. I mean, to the point of Shadow of the Tomb Raider, it's a volcano, but I mean, running out of the town is exactly the same. <laughs> I mean, but because, okay. like I say, I think I'm, you know, maybe a dozen people on Earth have played both of them. And I said this on Twitter and, you know, to sort of no avail, but I was like, this is really, really similar to Rogue, um, uh, you know. So I, I, there, there was another thing that popped up in the week um, that the ending was changed by the day one patch. I was just about that? to say to you because you said it's like a perfectly encapsulated little trilogy. I was wondering because I, I haven't, I don't know what the ending is, and I kind of, I, I don't want to because I have been considering yep. going back and playing uh, all three games again. Because um, I only made it sort of three quarters of the way through uh, the you know the 2013 Tomb Raider when yeah. uh, it sort of glitched on me. Uh, right. But yeah, I heard about this that the day one patch removed uh, a coda, you know, an end yes. credit sequence, which like apparently sets up the next. Whatever. Well, possibly, yeah. So basically, I saw that what, what happened with me was I was sort of halfway through the game and I thought, you know, shall I get all the collectibles before I go to the end game and, you know, maybe this or that. And I got sort of, uh, you know, like I was sort of at the, the sort of the stage before I knew that if I go to the next thing, it's like the point of no return chapter and yeah. you can't go back until you've done it. And I was sort of having an iron and then this article came out and I was like, oh, shit. I want to get to the end before the next gaming show so I can read this article and this, and then we can talk about it. And then it, I mean, cause I just saw the headline and I was like, Oh fuck, maybe if someone dies or something like that, it's going to be massive. So I, you know, I was sort of whizzed through to the end of the game and watched it and then read the article. And I was like, Oh, it's a big fucking, I mean, cause Kotaku made it sound like it was like yeah. seismic life changing, different ending, you know? So I thought, Oh shit, you know, does someone die? You know, does she get a fucking eye pulled out or something like that? Are they going to go, met, you know, that's, all we want to know yeah is is it something insane you know and then they chickened out and patched it on, on you know on the day one patch it's not even a big deal um it is basically see you know sequel bait or not so 
in the ending they left it out essentially the okay. proper ending inverted commas uh so yeah i think that they sort of don't want to tease something and then sort of be trapped into a certain you know having to go down a certain route um uh but yeah it is a nice encapsulated trilogy so yeah shout out for that it's definitely worth playing for you know my complaining it's extremely fun um there is moments of sheer incredible frustration you know you know but these are sort of few and far between it is lots of are, fun to play are the death sequences as visceral as they always have been oh god yeah yeah oh, they're fantastic. unbelievably brutal i mean i've been dashed on rocks impaled on spikes torn apart by dogs um savaged by a jaguar you know so all sorts of things they are incredibly that is, brutal. for me that's an intrinsic part of the tomb raider experience and i was a little oh, yeah. i was worried that they were going to take that out after sort of there was a bit of minor backlash after the 2013 one when you know that people were introduced to the, the you know, new Lara's new deaths, so I was really glad because yeah. like a, a cornerstone of the Tomb Raider. Uh, whenever I think of Tomb Raider, I think of uh, that sequence in Spaced, the the TV yeah. show, where yeah. uh, where Tim is you know after having broken up with his girlfriend, just goes through Tomb Raider, throw you know drowning Lara, throwing her onto spikes, and things like that as a catharsis as a cathartic experience. Um, I mean, it, I, that's it, it, you know that's that's a cornerstone brutal. of the yeah. franchise. <laughs> it is, yeah. Some of the deaths are, are savage, and you know it's, but it's uh, fitting. You know, yeah. it, it sort of it doesn't feel gratuitous. Um, they they are sort of the results of your own idiocy. I mean, yeah. nine times out of ten. Um, but yeah, it's a highly enjoyable trilogy. But I I heartily recommend. Do not just go and go. Oh yeah, Shadow Two ready to pick it up because you won't know what's going on. Right. Um, it is at least play Rise. Um, yeah, and, and sort of just a side rant. Please game the shop. Stop trying to sell me disc insurance for a quid. <laughs> if if it doesn't work when I take it home, I'm bringing it back and you're replacing it, quid or not. So fuck that. Stop trying to rip people off. I know it's only a quid, but bollocks to it. It doesn't mean anything. It to, all you know, adds up. My, it does all add up, so fuck off. I mean, you know, and I said no, and the girl on the desk was like, oh, it's an expensive game. I was like, yes, I know it is. That's why if it doesn't work, you're getting it back. <laughs> now, please conclude this transaction and let me go about my business. Um, yeah, it's uh, – please stop doing that game. It's shitty, and, um, you know, you're trying to imply that if I don't buy it, you're not going to replace the, the disc, which you will do if it doesn't work, and that's it. So, yeah, side rant on that. Um but I, I heartily recommend it. It's been a lot of good fun. I'm going to 100 percent it, um, and uh, I'm going to try and pluck up the courage to go and, and dip my toe into uh, very hard mode on New Game Plus. So uh, yeah, um, pretty good stuff. I was in a game today. For the first oh, yeah. time in a long time, and it was only as uh, like I said, I think uh, I was actually uh, I was in the town to do a few other things, and I decided to walk down. Uh, we've Belfast has suffered something of a tragedy. Uh, in the past month, uh, our Primark oh. uh, burned down. Oh, yeah, oh. so I saw that. Bloody hell, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, so uh, I hadn't actually been down to see it. Yeah, the, the whole fucking thing. It's, it, it was in a historical building, a bank building, and it's like in the center of like the high street. Like, there's th- our high street, sort of, there's three streets and they all meet at Primark. And yeah, I decided to go and see it. And it's, it's fucking tragic. The whole building is just destroyed, the floors have collapsed. And there's this massive fucking cordon up around it. Like the amount of businesses that are that have had to shut down because of it is just massive. But 
literally game is right up against the cordon. So as I was standing there taking some photos, uh, I decided to dander into the game to see what it was nowadays. And uh, yeah, I was repelled by the, the, the emanating stench of Funko Pop. Um, because that's that's what it primarily is nowadays, is a place yeah, to, it's, to buy Funko Pops. Yeah, it's basically two-thirds um, games and one-third sort of miscellaneous bric-a-brac and stuff. Yeah. But, but there are Fortnite pop Funko Pops now. So. Oh, are there? Yeah, it just makes me hate the world a little bit more. Yeah. And it's it's the weird thing that every franchise, every IP that does a Funko Pop, which is all of them, it just it not only makes me hate Funko Pop, it, it makes me hate that IP a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it's you. It's like, oh, why are you doing this? You're making the world a worse place. I'm with you. I would r- much rather you, you know... <sighs> I go in I game quite, be- quite often, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind. I get, I get games from there. I, I got a game. I'll tell you about that. It, it, it was that everything for you, Emma? Yeah, it is. So, I have played on Oculus Rift. Oh. Mm. Were you violently sick from both ends? Not even remotely. That's a well, plus. Well, actually, yes, a couple of times, but later that night, it was nothing to do with Oculus Rift. Ah, okay. <laughs> this was uh, this is miscellaneous, unrelated. This, this was mi- uh, unrelated vomiting. Yes, this was coincidental, not yeah. <laughs> causal. Um, now then, Oculus Rift. Uh, I always thought that VR would be just the death of stoners, like as in it would destroy their brains. It blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I I cannot. I, I I barely have the words for how good it, I thought it was. It, it was astounding. It was amazing. It was beyond anything I thought it was going to be. Uh, I had to go on two. And I, it, this thing was there for the weekend. I've had uh, quite a fair old go on it. Uh, oh, right. I thought you like went out and tried it somewhere. No, no. This was, this, oh, it was one that I, I went away with my friends last weekend. And one of them brought his whole PC gaming rig and Oculus Rift set up. Mm. And just left it in the house for us to play with. So I played with it a lot, and so did everybody else. And uh, first of all, you don't want to follow Will Tristram onto the Oculus Rift when he's been doing Beat Saber for about an hour. That thing is dripping wet. Uh, <laughs> so that that is an element. But so it, it, it's, it's just incredible. It needs to be wireless so much somehow. Yeah. So much. Because it, it uses like three or four USB ports and an HDMI port and everything. And you yeah. have this wire and you can't see the wire because you've got an Oculus Rift on your head. And you're thinking, that's how I would destroy my PC, by standing on that wire. Uh, yeah, so, or turning violently. Yeah. And yeah, it pulls your whole PC off the desk or something. Yeah, yeah. so that. That concerned me. It, it, I think that's know, why a lot of VR setups, a lot of people with VR, I've noticed that uh, they often put the PC on the ground yeah. rather than up on a desk. I yeah. think that's as it, insurance for if they if they knock it over. It is a very sensible decision to, to come to that. Yeah. Uh, you, you basically have these two little things that look like miniature desk lamps, but they're sort of motion <laughs> tracking you around the room. <laughs> and he, he, I was told that he had a third one, which you can do for complete 360 degree motion tracking, but there aren't 
he didn't have any games that used that at all. Uh, the, the hand controllers were very nice. There was a button that was incredibly badly placed and I kept pressing it accidentally all the time. And so did everybody else. So I'll put that down to the design floor. But it's nice and light, and uh, it knows where all your fingers are, which is odd. Like, Mm. so Mm. it knows where your thumb is. So if you imagine it's just a thumbstick, but it knows not only if you're touching it or not, but how far away from it your thumb is. So you can do like a thumbs up thing, because it knows where your thumb is, and that sort of thing. There's two sets of triggers underneath your fingers, and it, it, it just tracks your hands it's perfect you go in and you can see your hands and you do that wow are those my hands like you've seen in every film where somebody gets turned <laughs> into a cartoon or something and i always and look at Jesus the hands wept. yeah <laughs> and you do that and it's amazing because they are your hands and the fingers move and and you've got a gun there uh beat saber is just incredible what is it the beat saber is the game where your left hand holds a red lightsaber and your right hand holds a blue saber, and ah, you're basically right. stood in front of Guitar Hero. Right. And the, the different colored blocks fly towards you, and you have to slice through them in different ways, indicated by an arrow on the box, in time with the music that's playing. And there's also things like jump out of the way of that big pillar that's coming towards you, and bob underneath that thing that's flying over your head now. And it's just breathtaking. <laughs> absolutely breathtaking the the fact that you you stood on a ledge and i couldn't make myself step off the ledge i i wasn't supposed to as part of the game but i i wanted to see if i could and i couldn't bring myself to do it because everything in my body said you are stood on the edge of a big ledge do not You'd be step shit forward. at suicide myth just I saying. know. i know <laughs> <laughs> everything just like don't step forward you'll fall and die like okay (laughs) and you know no i'm stood in this this cottage in cumbria i'm not gonna fall off and die i'm connected to a fucking pc i can hear tristan talking over there but you see them doing that you see clips of them doing that you know when they have it set up in like shopping malls and they have people try out vr and they will push someone oh you know the the guy who's doing the thing will come up and push the you know the guy who's in the headset yeah. And make them fall off the thing. And the person who's doing it, you know, your body's automatic response kicks in and they fall to the ground, flailing and screaming. <laughs> How have there not been countless fucking court cases? Because uh, I think you kind of accept that some, if you've done that. You must have to sign a waiver. Yeah. You must have uh, to sign a waiver. It's like, I don't want anyone to know I did that. I think that's what it is. <sighs> uh, so that game was fantastic. Uh, but basically just Guitar Hero, but you slicing blocks with lightsabers which has a lot of mileage to it i can tell you do you think you could stomach resident evil 7 right he didn't have that um i think it was that still ps4 exclusive the vr version no idea not sure no idea uh i i've only seen people playing that on youtube and i don't know the get the other game i did play was robo robo recall which is an Epic Games game. And it's basically, you start out, you're on a a street in an American-looking city in the future, and you're looking in the window of a TV shop, and the news is playing. And the news article that's playing is news from robots across the city are going mad and killing their human operators, etc. And as you're watching this news story unfold, 
robots very much like the ones you're looking at on the TV screen in the shop window come and start crowding around you and you can't move and they're stood very close to you and you're looking around as this is playing and they're behind you now and they're having a conversation like, oh, that they look like us doing that i hope that doesn't happen and then the news story is like and news now is that this infection is spreading to robots throughout the city and then you're thinking oh god where is this gonna go what because you know where it's gonna go and there it eventually reaches the point where they all turn and look at you and <laughs> god did i jump oh god it, i wanted to <laughs> run so much because you, you know it's coming like they're all going to try and kill me in a second and they're fucking there looking me in the eye everywhere i turn and god it was incredible uh you eventually get into the game and it's a shoot 'em up uh but you know you've got the gun strapped to your hips uh mm-hmm. you one on each hip you're pulling pulling them out the holsters and shooting until they're empty throw the empty gun away pull out new guns it's like you're in the fucking matrix <laughs> and you feel incredible just blasting away at all these robots coming at you in the city. Uh, you eventually get given shotguns that are strapped to your back so you can reach behind your back and pull out a shotgun and blast something that's got too close to you. And incidentally, that's how you really hurt your right shoulder a lot. <laughs> um, I'm all right now, but there was lots of ibuprofen and cocodamol uh, once I got home. Um, yeah, because I've been thinking for a while, you know, the reason they don't have that, you know, they they have hand tracking. The reason they don't have foot tracking, even though you can think of uses for it, you know, in VR, it's not because they can't. It's because they know they shouldn't. The, the, you do get the sense that there might be might well be something like that. Yeah. As um, soon as they add foot tracking in, the destruction that will be rendered upon people and their property is going to be immense. Well, I mean, they can track you around like a ten foot square box. Yeah. Um, which is it's it's still pretty cool, but it's it's that when it's it the becomes UK flat. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's when it becomes wireless. When uh, there must, be, I'm very sure that there are people at s- s- one tech company somewhere working on some sort of rollerball slash treadmill slash whatever mm. that allows me to run in place and make it feel like I'm running. Yeah. Um, I I want one of these so much it hurts right now. Uh, unfortunately, they're 400 quid, yeah. so, so I don't have one. Um, but now I have the PC to run it. It's, <laughs> yeah. defi- it's definitely on the list um, because, yeah, it, it far outweighed anything I expected it to be. Well, it, as well as um, as well as uh, you know, them making them wireless, there are even for the wired options. Uh, if you you know, if you don't want to go wired, they are. Uh, cable standards like USB-C and new versions of like DisplayPort and HDMI are coming where they're going to be, even if you don't go wireless, it'll be like instead of four wires, it'll be just like one in the future. <laughs> so you'll only have to worry about one. Yeah, I think there's a new standard that they've all agreed on uh, or for VR, yeah. for VR, and it's definitely in the new RTX 20 range graphics yeah. cards. Uh, that sort of I'm thing. I'm just wondering, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I just uh, thought uh, the cables that come with it, they could circumvent a lot of this trouble by having Xbox. Um, do you remember the original Xbox had those breakaway cables? Yeah. I, I, th- they could th- circumvent a lot yeah. of it by having, you know, breakaway USB and HDMI cables. It wouldn't be hard to do. Yeah. And to be honest, you could probably it, buy those third party anyway, easily. <laughs> maybe so. 
I, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it, it was fantastic. It was just absolutely fantastic. And I want one so much. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of think it might, I don't know how long the current one has been out. Yeah. I think Oculus, I know that Vive have just released their updated HD model to sort of meh response. Well, theirs is, but I think is, it's been a while since Oculus put out an update. I think the Vive might be like twice the price of the Oculus, to be honest. I'm not sure because there's two models now of the Vive. Just checking it out. HTC Vive Pro VR 87999. That's the Pro version. That's the newest one. And the regular one, I think that might be the only... Oh, no. HTC Vive VR Virtual Reality System Gaming Thing 563. Wow. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's the headset, two wires controllers two base stations and link box right mm. um i i hear that the the vive is technically superior but there's the price the the and the oculus is technically free. superior not the controllers aren't quite as good they aren't able to do that finger sensing thing that right. the, the oculus can they can't right. quite do that they can only tell when you're pressing a button uh they can't tell when you're not pressing a button right or, you know rather when your finger is off the button uh, but uh, it's interesting because the tech sort of it's gone quiet lately. I think they've just put out a new one, haven't they? That was yeah, that was the Vive Pro. No, no, Oculus no, no. Oculus have uh, have they? Yeah, hang on, I'm mm. just just googling. Um, the Oculus Quest coming yeah. in coming in 2019, starting at US dollars three ninety nine, and that's wireless. Right, um, but. I think rather than it being a wireless version of the Rift, it's like a better version of their little one, of the Oculus Go. Right. Or it sits somewhere in between them. It seems to be using the same controllers as the Rift. Um, Right. I I don't know. I'd have to look into more. Like I said, I think it sits somewhere in between the two. Um, Between Yeah, there's a Gear VR and Oculus Go, and then also an Oculus Rift. Uh, totally awesome though, and I kind of want one, but I think I, I will definitely wait until the next one is out. Mm-hmm. Um, I preferably wireless, but I I'm thinking. Think. I'm, I'm wondering if there's going to be. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's another jump, like maybe next year or the year after. Yeah, uh, because the new RTX cards have uh, these AI cores in them, and AR AI. You know, one of the tasks which it's more uh, suited to is. Uh, recognition things so i'm wondering you know if you tied in as well as you know the base stations which are used for tracking the headset and the hands you know they could add more tracking points you, you know using just webcams yeah yeah that could be a thing that could be a thing you know because you know modern software is already pretty good for face tracking but yeah. if they're able to track you know more body movements you know more uh points of data that could only help my you should see the uh the new measurement app in iOS 12. It, How accurate is it? I found it to be absolutely accurate. Okay. In yeah, my limited and total, totally unscientific <laughs> testing. Yeah, it was see, good for measuring a- Jasmine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I measured Paisley's map with it, which I know is however big it is. I've forgotten it now, which makes it and sound it like it. And it got no. it. Right. That, that was it. So that, that I'm just was wondering my when is the test. first the first measuring up that you know because phones have AI cores in them now as well, the first measuring up that you know has a, a bit of code in it that senses if penis increase measurement 
by <laughs> one inch. <laughs> See, honey, well, it is eight inches. I the told iPhone you. says. <laughs> Siri, how big is my dick? <laughs> Why not? They're, they're, so hey, big. They've, they've, so big. <laughs> they've, got, they've annoyed people with the latest iPhones by putting automatic uh, smoothing on on selfies. I fucking hate automatic smoothing. Yeah. I want, I, these crags have been earned. You see these lines? That is well-earned stress. I think there was a meeting at Apple where they, I think they decided, look, these cameras are so good now, you don't want them without smoothing at arm's length. <laughs> trust us. that there were articles. Whenever 4K cameras started to come out, there were articles from like porn producers who were like, we're not overly keen on this. Yeah, uh, this might be too much. You, you might not like this. Uh, some things don't work. It's, and again, 3D Formula One, that was the thing they tried. Like, oh, no, no. It's great when there's a car coming towards you from the distance, but then suddenly an engineer jumps up in front of you in the pit lane and everyone in the room screams. <laughs> like so you know you can't do it really it's just one of those uh, things wonderful anyway ah, there we go so is that all that's, we've been doing then that's us today i believe yeah uh thank you for listening everybody i hope you enjoyed the show i'm, I'm sorry this one doesn't have a, a, a video version for those of you who watch that both of you i i do appreciate that if you want to see any of our shows in video version they're on my youtube channel at God, I do, you don't have YouTube channel URLs anymore, so there's a link no. on the websites and stuff like that. Uh, don't forget, you can get an ad-free version of this show as well by signing up to Simply Everything and uh, helping us make new shows. Incidentally, on the on the subject of, of doing anything to, to give your cash to Simply Syndicated, I, I have noticed while we've been talking, and I was on Amazon, uh, that the FIFA 19 Steelbook that Amazon is selling for fourteen ninety nine. Just that the box <laughs> for the game is the number one bestseller uh, in the game section. And if you've bought that and not sent us any money, I fucking hate you. Just saying, just to, <laughs> just to those people. I, I don't expect or, or, or require anybody to send any money. I, I totally understand. Look, I've never sent money to another podcast. So... Why the fuck should I expect you to send it, send it to me? But if you've bought that, I'm offended. That that that's all that I'm I'm saying with that. Fourteen ninety nine. It is. It's a fucking box. Just it's not the game. It's just a box for the game. The game that you've taken out of the box and put in your fucking Xbox. <laughs> <sighs> As a oh. PC gamer, it was so weird. Just the act of like getting Spider Man of getting a box and opening the box and taking the disc out of the box. Mm. You know, I don't take that for granted anymore. Oh, I love that bit of it. I love breaking the seal and that. And sometimes games have stuff in the box now and things like Mm. that. It's it's nice. And then I take the cartridge out and put it in my cartridge box and then put the box of the gaming thing in my shelf and never see it ever. I've run out of shelf space for games, quite frankly. So, uh, Switch ones and 3DS ones are packed away because they don't need to be out at all. Right, that's the end of our show this week. We'll be back next week with another show and more gaming news, I expect. So until then, bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>